three, two, one, go. Sound of music? Sound of music. <laughs> what are we doing today, John? Uh, I'm John. I'm Sam. Uh, today, we talk about music. So we talk about music. Not so all music? We talk about music. No, very much not all music. In fact, I would like to actually specify a lot. This is not going to be us speaking about all the music we love. It's no. just going to be six songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> very much... Prepare yourselves for us to talk about a very, very limited selection of music that we kind of like. Yeah, it took us two hours to get to the point where we... Un- we wanted to do a music podcast. We didn't know how to do it. And we've, we've ne- finally, we think we know what we want to do. I think so. Yeah. But so. there's so much music that we won't talk about that we, we might go into it a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But it won't be, it, this won't cover everything. No, this took us a long time to come up with this. This is the only idea that we could find that was like acceptable to both of us. Yeah. We might um, find different ones in the future. Maybe we'll do another one. I think there's a lot to talk about yeah. that we won't be able to cover. Well, you, you initially said about yeah, so my, my, well, I floated the idea of talking about, like, talking about the music that we've liked as we've grown up and, like, yeah. seeing what the, the links are. It's like me going from listening to the music that's in, like, Tony Hawk's. Yeah. To the stuff I listen to now and how, I, how like, if there's anything that joins them up. Well, you've been in a band. Been in a band. So, yeah, like, I listen John, to... John plays the trumpet. Like, pop punk. And I played it in, like... And School more, bands, big and bands. And better for me, the mandolin. Yeah, you do like that for the mandolin. Yeah. yeah. So I was in like school bands and like that. The things that I learned in that, like musically, kind of informed what I listened to as well. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I guess I've always been into music, but I don't play. I don't play any instruments apart from I play my voice, John. Yeah. And I can also do this, so I can clap. Yeah. A beat. You're a dab hand at. Singing though, you got oh, a nice voice. Not clapping. You're, I mean, you're excellent at clapping. That your clapping cannot be faulted. And clapping can be seen as a musical instrument. <laughs> was never. Um, did you ever have to do that thing at school where they did? Um, I'm sure it's like a Philip Glass thing. It was like minimalist music and like going in rounds, and you go like. Yeah, we did used to do round music. Oh yeah, I hated stuff like that. I was thinking more like when you'd have like assemblies and they'd make you go, and the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And we'll go out with joy. That one. Yeah. I know I've got the lyric, this, the words wrong for that, but, but you know, you so get the idea. It's sort of you s- have to do this voice when you're doing the assembly music as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I did do choir. Did choir in primary school, and I started yeah. doing it in secondary school. And uh, I hated the music teacher in secondary school, mm. so I didn't continue with that, which is a shame. Also, we did Greece for secondary school music, and I was like. They're like, we're going to do musicals. And they chose to do Grease, obviously. And I and was like, no, you, thank you. you have, I'd say, a slightly more nuanced idea of what a musical is than... Uh, I've got like, a snobby a typical, view. A typical... Well, what's a musical? Something by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've got a snobby view of what musicals yeah, are. Yeah, you are a bit of an elitist. Which is Rodgers and Hammerstein. Um, the end. Uh, any, anything with Gene Kelly in it. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything with Old Gene Kelly in actually. Musical cinema. Yeah, a bit of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. I, do, I like some modern musicals and I really liked Hamilton. Yeah. And I like uh, the Lion King musical and like there are modern ones that I like. I just, I don't like. Andrew Lloyd Webber is either stupid, not him as a person, but his music is either like silly, like cats. Yeah. Or. It's and with no plot, or it's like um, I don't think that was his fault. I think that's... no, it's his choice. It's just not for me. And people who like it are idiots. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not true. I've got friends who like cats. And, yeah. You know they're not idiots, but you know I don't agree. But you think they have bad taste? <laughs> I don't agree perhaps. with perhaps. <laughs> yeah, but like he's the other side of his work is like over overly melodramatic. I guess like Phantom of the Opera is quite over-the-top melodrama to me. Yeah, it's kind of a bit campy. I, I totally it? get why people like it. Like, it's it's like, if you go and see it at the theatre, I guess, there's like a big chandelier drop and it's it's exciting. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I'm it's, sh- it's great just, showmanship, but Yeah, it's just not my kind of music. 
I think he's a good... He's clearly... He knows what he's doing. I know nothing <laughs> about music. I just... I mean, it's just not for me. He can churn it out, can't he? Yeah. Give me Oklahoma any day. Give me Singing in the Rain, John. That's what I want. I want a, a redo of Showboat. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about that. We're, no, we're not. We're not talking about jazz. Sadly. Well, we're not talking about your trumpet career. Aren't we talking about jazz? No, we're not really talking about jazz. I don't have any jazz on my list. I don't really have any jazz on mine either. And we're not talking about lots of musicians that I really, really like are not on my list. Yeah, so I think uh, there's one musician of mine who is like someone that I really like. <laughs> like I like all of his work, you know. I like yeah. everything that he does. Um, but everyone else is kind of like hit or miss, or like yeah, yeah. a single track, or yeah, yeah. Um, this is single tracks. Yeah. So we we kind of like we didn't like I said we didn't we're not doing progression of music from no, then maybe, till now. Maybe we'll do that another. If we find a better like I need to find a because you've got a definite progression. You said yeah. I, I, I have like bit. I basically have a playlist already compiled just yeah. because. That's how that's how it, you did it anyway. That's how I did it anyway. With music, um, with, with Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I, it's difficult talking about music, I think, because it's like, obviously there's like music that you've grown up with. Mm. For me, it's lots of terrible stuff. You know? Yeah. Like music that you, you kind of, music gets passed on to you from, you know, if your parents listen to music. There's a lot of music. I think, but I do think, I don't know about your, your parents' music. Well, I do a little bit, I guess. But like, my I would say my parents have a, and this is biased, but have a relatively strong and good taste in music. I think so, yeah. Not like my parents have really good taste. Just like, it's not just one type of thing and it's not just like wedding music. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like when... Oh, like... You yeah. know, like... Come uh, on. Yeah, exactly. It's not just that source. It's not just Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like, which isn't a bad song or anything. It's just not my... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? So I'd argue that, that Bohemian like, Rhapsody is overrated. I'm not. Are, I don't mind are, it, but I also be, there are way better Queen songs. I don't get excited about that. song. Oh no! But it's not. It's obviously a good song. <laughs> it's just not the sort of song <laughs> I get excited about. But like, I think because my parents had like quite a strong taste in music, I still like that kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Whereas some people don't like their parents' taste in music. I think because I can it's see very much of its time. I can see. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think so. I can see like my parents' tastes in some of the music that I like. Yeah. But most of the music I like, they would hate. Yeah. I think it's hard to get away from your the music you grew up with, right? You get stuck oh, yeah. in that quite significantly. Mm. I listen to pop... It's mainly pop music. Like when If we listen to the radio, it would be either bloody Radio 4, which is only good when Just a Minute is on. Or, <laughs> or, um, or Dead Ringers. Or it would be Radio 1... Um, yeah, or like Fox FM, which was radio a local, one, local radio pop yeah, music. Yeah, Q103, that was for me. Okay. Fox FM, if you go to like Dorset and Devon, it's pirate radio. Pirate radio, yeah. Um, and then if we went up to my cousins, it would be Capital FM. Yeah, over here And Heart. The Breeze. <laughs> yeah, The Breeze. Now it's just Heart is everywhere. Yeah, everywhere so is I Heart. So te- I tend to listen to or, Radio 1. Or Greatest Hits Radio. Greatest Hits Radio. Or the local terrible, but... Village Radio, which is fantastic. Yeah, big shout out to Winchcom. Um <laughs> For those in the know, um, <laughs> little old ladies. For those who aren't in the know, old it's, guys um, talking about things they like. There is, a, I, I, I wouldn't really call it a town, a, no, a village, it's a, village yeah. a village just over the hill from uh, yeah, from us, Winchcombe. Yeah, they have over their the own. Hill. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, it's just funny saying it. Like go that. over Cleef Hill, and there is Winchcombe. Yeah. Nice little sort of sandstone it's houses. Really pretty. Really pretty. They've got their own little radio station. Yeah, and if you can't, and you lose a lot of signal around there, so if if that's if you're listening to the radio, that's the one you're getting. Yeah, basically. yeah. You can also stream it online. Lovely. Go for it. Um, Get all their listen, all their listens up. It's not up, views. Bump their stats. It's not a view yeah. count. It's a listen count. <laughs> anyway, I think what we've decided to do, Flo, is is we picked. We were going to just pick one theme. We were thinking maybe we pick music that makes us feel like happy or yeah, like. But we we got three songs in and both got stuck. So yeah, yeah. We, there were too many songs. We were like, well, this song makes me happy, but actually it's a sad song. Yeah, or exactly. It's really depressing. <laughs> so we've gone with six songs. We have six moods, One for each mood, And we have yeah. one track for each mood. Um, and, yeah, okay. So sort of. do you want to go through the, the, so mo- the moods in we've no, picked? In no particular order, um, the moods that we have are happy yep. and sad. Yep. They're the two main moods. They are the big moods. Um, yeah. I've got relaxed slash reflective. Yeah. 
dance. Yeah, <laughs> that mood. Does in the dancing mood. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I've got this one written down as power. Yeah, the power mood. The mood that makes you, like when you're listening to something and it makes you feel like, I'm going to... This is like... I'm going to do this I'm going to smash thing. it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've also got funny. Yeah, I, I put laughter, things that make me laugh. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Because I wanted but to put a comedy song yeah, in. Yeah. But that I feel like I had, I did say to you... There are songs that are like, they're objectively comedy songs. Yeah. If they're done right, they're some of the best. They are, they're songs good music some of the best in their songs. own in their own right. Yeah. They just happen to have comical lyrics or yeah. whatever. But you, you wanted a comedy thing oh, yeah. specifically. I think I, we listen to a lot of comedy music Yeah, because I really like it. Like, it's something that we both listen to and both enjoy. Yeah. So like, even if it's a musical style that neither of us would particularly listen to anyway, yeah. you, I don't know, it's like a, an easy way to listen to something a style of music, maybe, that you would Yeah, exactly. To. And also, you know, just have a laugh. Yeah. So, do you want to start with... Should we do it one, one... We'll go through the themes and we'll pick... We'll talk about our songs. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about, like, artists that we haven't... Like, I, I guess I haven't put any down for different songs, but I'm just thinking I haven't got any... I'm just going to say it now, I guess. I haven't got any Van Morrison in there. No. I like Van Morrison a lot. I haven't got any David Bowie in there. He's... A person I listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got any Kate Bush. Kate Bush is not in my list. No, which surprises me. Um, there was a sad song by Kate Bush that I thought you might have picked. But I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't picked If you don't that. know what that was, it's it's from This Woman's Work. Yeah, This Woman's Work. I didn't pick it. Which is a great song. but um, I picked a different song because because this is the other problem Not I have. Not by Kate Bush. No, the other problem I have is that if I've got songs in my head, they overwhelm any other choices I could have made. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, I just struggle to remember the names of things. Yeah, that's a problem too. Um, and lots of the time, how songs make me feel will depend on how I feel at the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's so. really what I need to do if we want to do a progression podcast or a, a what songs do we listen to like mm-hmm. that make us feel mm-hmm. stuff is I need to be driving along for a long time and write stuff down. Like, yeah. get you to write songs down and then vice versa. So you can drive back and we can decide what... Yeah, we need to go on a long drive, <laughs> work our way what through emotions. What happened in that drive? What songs um, did we go through? Yeah. Anyway, so do you want to start with Happy? Yeah, Happy Happy is a nice, yeah. nice easy way in. Yeah. Do um, you want to go first? Yeah. Mr. Go first? Okay, so my Happy song is called Think About Things. Okay. By Davi Freyr. Can you sing it to me? Does it have no lyrics? Um, I don't want to sing it to you because it will be very bad, and I also can't remember the words. Can you hum it to me? And we can put—we're going to put the music underneath this, yeah. I think, anyway. Because I—I'm—I'm sh- sure I've heard this before because you would have played it. I don't know what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, I know what it is. Tell me what you think about this. Is it? They're from where are they from? Uh, they are Icelandic. Icelandic. Yeah. Um, a theme might emerge. Yeah. Um, they're Icelandic. It was actually Iceland's Eurovision entry for 2020. Yeah, it's a really good song. It's a really good song. The dance routine is what got me first. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of goofy. The guy who sings it's like seven feet tall or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like he's really lanky and he does a goofy dance. It's kind of I don't know like electro pop. It's just kind of funky. Yeah. Got a nice bass line. You get into... It's very much... Uh, I mean, I really like it too, but it's it's kind of a you song. Indie pop. Yeah. Dancey. Yeah. Synth Euro stuff. indie pop. Euro indie pop. Yeah, I think that's, that's... That's a big... Yeah. A big chunk of the music that I like to listen to. Yeah. Scandi. Have you Scandi got that... Um, you probably haven't. I can't remember what it's, who it's by. The... Uh, I don't have that. Because okay. um... <laughs> that's a song that I think of when I think of you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We used to sit and laugh at it because it's so good. It is really funny. funny. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have that on my list. Okay. I actually don't have it on any of my playlists either oh, that I listen it. to. But um, I can't remember what it's called now. No, I don't know what it's called. It's, it's Russian is all I know. Yeah. And, like The guy looks really weird. But... He wears a funny costume, doesn't he? Well, he just looks odd. But yeah, anyway, so that's the song. The song itself is actually about, like, his child, his unborn child. Yeah. About, like, you know, being there for his kid and stuff like that. Yeah. It's kind of, like, sweet, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't actually care that much about it. That kind of made me like it a little bit less, I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> but, you know, that's just 
It's just a fun song, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's it. Because I was... Which I, is good for I, Happy. I, yeah, I listened to it when I was... We watched the Will Ferrell Eurovision. Yeah. Um, which is, incidentally, about the Icelandic Eurovision Song Contest. I really liked that con- film. Eurovision Song Contest, like, entry. Should we watch this again, that again after this? Yeah, shit, it's really funny. <laughs> it's really good. If you haven't watched it, do... It's stupid, but in um, a good way. It's, kind of, it's a bit of a love letter to Eurovision, really. Yeah. Because um, Will Ferrell's wife is, like, Swedish or something. Yeah. She's Swedish. Yeah. I think she's Swedish, but anyway, she got him into you. Yeah, and he thought it was really cool. And I, it's nice having that sort of, I don't know, like an outsider looking at something. Like sometimes you can kind of look at it and think about, like, notice things that are nice about it. Whereas, like, if, like us, yeah. you've kind of grown up with it and it being, like, the UK doesn't have any, very rarely has good entries. People take it either too seriously or not seriously. Yeah, enough, it's, we're not, I, I think, I mean, I know people who get really into Eurovision. This is now Eurovision. Um, it is at the moment yeah. <laughs> it's about music it's fine yeah. people, people get really into some people get really into Eurovision but it is not I don't know many people who do I'll definitely watch a bit of it if it's on oh yeah but I'd never I'd never be like I've been to a Eurovision party before and it was funny but mm. I would never have a Eurovision party no maybe we should have a Eurovision party one year <laughs> just to, to counterpoint that I think <laughs> I might have done once I had one at uni there was one at uni that I, I went I'd to got my friends around one summer. I think the problem with the Eurovision party is what you're doing is watching TV. watching Eurovision. Yeah, and and it's long. It is really and long. There might be one or two good songs. There might be one or two really funny songs, but the rest of them will be mediocre songs. Yeah, and yeah. it's just not. It's not as entertaining as I want it to be, <laughs> and it's too long. It could be great, but it's yeah. it's not. They yeah. need to slim it down. I think it should be uh, an every four years thing, like the Olympics. Yeah, I think then good. I'd be more up for watching it, like actually watching the whole thing. But they do yeah. it every year, don't they? Yeah, annually. Which yeah. Is, it just gets maybe a bit it should long. be biannual. No, is that does that bi-annual? mean twice a year or does that mean once every two years? I think biannual is twice a year. Okay, maybe it should be two yearly. Yeah. Anyway, that's not you haven't picked a Eurovision. Oh, you have. I have picked a Eurovision yeah. song. Um, kind of Eurovision actually obviously isn't didn't go ahead this year. No. So. So it's not a Eurovision song. But it's a good song. Which is probably it's a, probably a saving grace for this song, because I think if it had been tainted by Eurovision's campery... Yeah. Yeah, it might not have appealed to you as much. Oh, it definitely wouldn't have. Yeah. I would have yeah. enjoyed it, but not on the same level. Now I listen to it. I listen to remixes of it. I listen to different <laughs> versions of it. I actually really genuinely love this song, and it's amazing. Yeah. But, and it makes me happy every time I hear it. Lovely. Well, it's not something I listen to when I'm happy. If I'm feeling a bit bummed out, I can listen to that song and it will make me happy. Yeah. See, the problem I have with with that is that I, if I am sad, I listen to sad songs. Uh, yeah. I, I generally speaking, I would do that. But yeah. But you could a... do you could switch your mood over by do, by listening to that. Song. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. What is what song makes you happy? What song do you listen to when you're happy? So I do listen to happy songs, but I. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> but I tend to listen to songs that. I think I tend to listen to songs that have like either like a somber or a, this this is probably wrong or a, like a melancholic tone to them. Not always, but the happy songs I think I listen to are more either dancey or mm-hmm. I don't know might make me feel like a strong a strong woman. I yeah. Guess. So they don't necessarily make me happy, but I tell you what does make me happy, which what are does songs. Make you happy, which are songs. Um, Disney Disney <laughs> musical songs. Okay. Yeah. And one, the one that I've picked, which makes me real, real happy, mm. is the Lion King, the 1994 Lion King animated film. It really distresses me that you have to specify that now. Yeah, I know. But tell me about it. Here we are. Um, just can't wait to be king. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. Written by Elton John and Tim Rice, and it just makes me happy. And what can I say? It, it makes me happy from a film. The film in the film, it makes me happy. When they're doing it, because the animation's really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a really catchy song. I genuinely agree with the message. I can't wait to be king. One day. One day you'll be um, king. <laughs> um, and it's fun. It is fun. It's a. Uh, I can't say a lot about this song. It's catchy. It's just, sing along. It's just a great song. Great and it, song. it reminds me of my childhood, but it also is something that I genuinely just listen to in the car. And I'm someone who... I like learning lyrics to songs. Yeah. And Not I also saying, again will become painfully evident. Yeah, you don't do that. No, I don't know the words to like any song. You you listen to a song and then listen to another song. I listen to a song if I'm not with someone else. I will listen to the same song 
multiple times and I in I have caught myself out loud going I'll go on just one more time <laughs> while I'm driving on my own so okay or or alternatively if I'm learning a song I'll say oh no we'll try that again and I'll start if I've it's, even if it's halfway through if I've got it wrong I'll I'll like start again yeah so yeah. <laughs> so I have a completely different in this way I think I have a different relationship to music than you <laughs> and so this song is a song that I know all the words too mm-hmm I it makes me smile. Yeah. It makes me feel good afterwards and I will listen to it on repeat all the time. So, if I'm it's mainly when I'm on my own and also, you know, if, with friends. Yeah. It is quite usual for your friends at always my my, my friends from school. Yeah. If we my go best if we friends, go round to your friends or if they have like a thing or if we go out, not that we've gone out this year. No. We we'll usually end up singing at some point in the evening. songs. Someone will put on a Disney song. Yeah, and then it will just go from there. And it just descends into yeah Disney madness. But I think... Which I struggle with, because I don't know the words to any songs. Yeah, but you must I do know it. the words to can't, Just Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah, because knew... I've listened to it so many no, times. No, no, not because of that. Because I was in um, I was in a choir yeah. when I worked oh, yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. And uh, we performed it. In, in public, in front of people. Nice. Several times. We This is something we had in common, although you were in a choir later on in life. I was in a choir earlier in my life as well. But I, I my choir things is, is purely when I was younger. Yeah. Like, I didn't pursue choiring. But at school I was in the choir. Mm-hmm. I had some solos. No. Nice. I was too nervous. So I didn't my, have any My solos. solos always became duets because I didn't like singing on my own in front of people. I think something duets like, sound nicer than solo voices. Yeah, usually... Because the other per- if you're on your own, it's scary. Oh, I just mean, in <laughs> no, general, with harmonies and stuff. <laughs> what I mean is, people can't sing as well when they're on their own because they're too scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. I am. I I would never have sung on my own, but I like being. Yeah. I liked singing as part of a small, a small or a big group. Yeah, I always just... liked the idea of singing alone because I think deep down I just wanted to be. Famous. I wanted to be a successful singer, but in reality, I'm incredibly nervous. And on stage, I get serious stage fright. Mm. Something I could overcome. I we used to do a couple of stage things. I used to be picked for stuff, but it. Do you know when you just realise that it's too much and it's not for you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that's kind of where I was at with it. (laughs) So it didn't last very long. My my short choir solo slash duet land didn't didn't last. It sunk. Yeah sunk to the depths of nerves which anyway is, which is sad which is sad which which goes nicely on nicely to our next our next piece of music pieces of music pieces of music music that makes us sad yeah mine doesn't make me sad I just would be more likely to listen to it when I'm sad yeah there are no words to it it's just a piece of classical music nice well sort of <laughs> <laughs> sort of what well, sort of it's classical, sort of sort classical of music having... It is... Not on your list? It is on my list. I just can't read my own writing. Oh, um, okay. It is Courant. The okay. 2.3 Courant from Bach's cello suites. So from... It's the third movement of mm. the second cello suite. Okay. I don't but know... But not it. the... I'm sure... Again, I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't know any of but the not names. the. But, <laughs> but not as Bach originally intended it, because the one that I have listened to more often, mm. and I've done this with a, a few quite famous classical music I see my albums classical music pieces there is a German record label called Deutsche Grammophon yeah and I do know them because of you <laughs> yeah um, and they basically got con- contemporary I say contemporary modern current classical composers to redo, to redo re- recompose yeah really like famous classical pieces and the one that I've most listened to is like uh, The Four Seasons which Max Richter Recompose. He's a fantastic composer. Um, but this one was... The Four Seasons on its own is a fantastic oh, yeah. music. Yeah, I like them both a great deal. But the Recompose one just hits different. Yeah. I guess because I haven't listened to it as much, so it, it feels kind of novel. And because it's more up to date, it sort of, I guess, hits more like musical sort of sensibilities that I have. Yeah. Things that I enjoy listening to. Yeah. But yeah, this one was done by Peter Gregson. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's done like film scores and things. Which fits with the music that I like, I guess. Yeah, um, you listen to this piece of music a lot when you're having a shower. This one? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. It's my shower music. I don't, I don't know, know if, if you're aware of that, but no. I'm, I'm pretty sure this one comes on a lot. If yeah. It's, maybe it's on your, just because it's on your Spotify. It 
Probably, but it's one of these ones that's like, um, it's a bit like, um, I know I brought it up the other week, but um, like soundscape type things. Yeah. It just like builds. Um, yeah. And things like that always make me, they're, all, I don't know, they're more like emotive to me anyway, because you kind of get carried along by, if they're, if they're well done, then you kind of get carried along by how the piece of music goes Yeah, along. of course, yeah. And, it can, and it's just like, it sort of hits different like emotional beats and things like that. Yeah. Again, Sorry, it's all like... my eye. <laughs> She's not crying about my sad music. No. It's, it's just kind of sweet. Um, but yeah, so that's my, my sad piece. Nice. It's, you know, it's cellos, so it's... Cellos kind of sound a bit sad anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Not always, but... I like cellos. Yeah, but it... That's, I, like, I like cellos. I like cellos. <laughs> I like cellos. I like cellos. Uh, what's your favourite um, instrument? My favourite instrument? Okay, what's your favourite two instruments? I don't, I don't think I have a favourite instrument. Alright, double bass. <laughs> yeah. That's a double bass, right? Can drums be an instrument? I like drums. Drums are an instrument, yeah. Yeah. Are you just trying... Are you thinking, like, there are lots of different drums? There's several different drums in a drum kit. Yeah. I like drum kits. Okay. That's, I can't that play them, but I like them. Drum kits and pianos. I like double bass and harp. Cool. That's my half impression because I can't do it. No. no, I can't. I'm unwilling um, to do one. <laughs> that's I, why they're so cool. Because <laughs> yeah, you can't make that noise. You can't do the harp noise. Yeah, that's a good, a good choice again. I know the, I know this song. You're. I'm pretty sure I know this. The problem I have is that I can't remember the names of anything. So Well, it's especially difficult <laughs> with classical music because yeah. the names don't really have much relation to no. the actual music. You just themselves. listen to the music. I mean, they do, but only And it'll be usually. like part seven of something. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. Movement like. three of volume two of yeah. one Another, of the concertos. Yeah. Another thing that I didn't pick, like my classical music of choice is always Holst's Planets. Mm hmm. And that was when we were doing earlier versions of this. That yeah. was on there. It's not on there anymore. <laughs> but I thought it's worth a mention. <laughs> so because yeah. it's my favourite. It's piece also of... they haven't recomposed the planets. No, because um, because it's the best classical music. So you can't recompose it because it would ruin it. Debatable, but no. Okay. I win. <laughs> <laughs> it's also not one bit of music. Once again, no. several bits of music. Uh, I like them all. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I, 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 you definitely listen to a lot of recomposed classical music. I do, yeah, and it is good. I'm a sucker for a remix. I don't like remixes in general. There I are think, except, there are exceptions. I but... think they can be, they can elevate the things that I like most about a song, yeah. and change it enough that it feels different. Yeah, so I, I, can, I so do, I can listen to I like think, those. think about things. Yeah. Oh, all day, yeah. Because there's so many remixes of it. I I do I do like those, and I there's there are some remixes that I do like. But I always if I if I've heard the original song first, because it's always the caveat, right? Yeah. Or if I've heard a version of a song first, it's very difficult to think for me to get past the version that I'm used to. Yeah. yeah. I think it's because, and I think that's partly because I like learning either the lyrics or the different sections of a you know like the beat or the yeah, so if, yeah. if people mix that up or change the way it's done I find that frustrating because <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't join in yeah and that's okay. the, the reason I don't listen to music when I'm working or if I've got to do something properly is because I like to in my head sort of play along if that makes sense yeah um so I think that's why I have issues with remixes if okay. they're things I haven't heard first yeah uh, not issues, that's too strong. But you know what I mean. My sad song... What is your sad song? Is not one that makes me cry. <laughs> and I, there are lots of songs that make me cry. Yeah. Uh, but I picked O Mio Babino Caro. Specifically the one sung by Mario Carlas. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Mm -hmm. And it was it's a piece from an opera called Ooh. Gianni Schicci. Schicci? I'm not sure how you pronounce it, I'm sorry. I should have, looked, I should have listened to someone say it. But it was written by Puccini in 1918. Puccini. Puccini. Quite a lot. Um, yeah. Puccini. But it's that specific song that I'm talking about, obviously. That one. Yeah. Just in case you don't know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll play it. <laughs> it's fine. 
But um, yeah, that piece of music. I think there are lots of songs that make me cry. Yeah. That I could have picked. This one doesn't make me cry, but it makes me like it. It gives. It makes me feel somber, mm-hmm. and it and it reminds me of. It's kind of like a happy sad, if that makes sense, because. Yeah. The song is kind of sad, mm-hmm. but it rem- and it makes me f- if I'm sad, it will make me feel sad. But it also remind we we went to Venice when I was younger. Yeah, and I already love this bit of music, and it's fr- they play it in Room with a View as well. So okay, it's a great bit of music. But this we went to Venice, and the, there was a a lady in the square singing this bit of music, like she was because they have um, Saint Mark's. Yeah. So it was night time. We were going for dinner. It was like a proper performance. Was she just like a she, was, she was just a busker, I think. They had a couple of people, you know how they, like, around, but she was just there and she was amazing. And, it, and yeah. that made me cry because it was like a, what a, a, a bit of music that I really, really love. It was a bit of music that I already really, really loved. Yeah. In the setting that seemed appropriate for it. Yeah. And we just stumbled across it. So it was kind of nice. We didn't go there to listen to it. It just... I like I like it when you stumble across things. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So it's kind of like a, and it gives me like a sad nostalgia sort of feeling as well. Okay. So it's, it's based around the song itself and the memory of that. Yeah. So that's why I've picked that piece of music. No remix of it. I don't know if there is one. I bet there's a club remix. Yeah. Wow! What a terrible remix. Oh, or oh my goodness! It's better than the original. We'll only listen to that one now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you want to do Powerful next? Yeah. Mine is not Powerful. The lyrics and meaning behind the song. Yeah. Don't know what they are. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think this is a common theme with us. <laughs> the power, the power of it comes from purely mm. from the music. Like the... The melody. The melody. Yeah. Uh, you might take maybe umbrage with it being melodic, because right. I've played it to you before and I know you don't like it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the song is the song. The track, yeah, is autonomy lost. So I mean, yeah, doesn't sound very powerful, right? Um, by Sugar. Yeah, it's like super. It's not like really hard, but it's quite like aggressive metal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My least favourite type of music, I think, possibly. Um, But it's one of the pieces of music that I kind of come back to. Yeah. If I'm like, I don't know, I don't listen to it to make myself feel, like, powerful or whatever. No, but it's quite a powerful sound, isn't it? Yeah. Determined, maybe. I don't know. Mm. It's as close to a sort of power ballad that I'll... Generally, You're generally speaking, such a nineties teenage boy. I am, or yeah. not nineties, early two thousands. Two thousands, it's true. But yeah, like <laughs> it's just rhythmic, wall of sound sort of stuff, and and it does have a sort of soundscapey element to it as well. Do you want to? How did you get into? I mean, you're not... Into seems too strong because you're not always listening to heavy no. metal. Uh, but yeah. how did you get to that point? That that point where that was the sort of music you started listening to. Combination of a, probably three things. Just One being was a teenage like, boy. Just being a teenage <laughs> boy. No, I listened to like I was listening to like a lot of um, again music from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Pro Skater, yeah. Which which year? At two, so it would have been I don't know nineteen two thousand four. Okay, sorry, I was just, there's many Pro Skater. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater two. <laughs> yeah. The best one. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Well, they have they've just re-released the first one again, yeah. remastered it, which is great. Nice. But anyway, it's not the point. Um, but there were some tracks <laughs> on there that were kind of like. There were lots of like sort of pop punk tracks on it, so I was kind of, and I had friends who were into that sort of stuff anyway at the time. Uh, I also started listening to. I think I saw. I can't remember. I, I I can't remember what website it was on, but they had this thing where it was like weirdly animated, like cats doing things to music. But one of the songs on there was um, Transmit Liber, which is like a kind of industrial thing. Yeah. And I got into, and that was like quite heavy. Heavy. It was kind of like jokey cats wearing like Russian clothes. Yeah. Which is ironic because the band's singing in German. Yeah. But anyway. And also at the same time, I was starting to kind of get into jazz a little bit. Yeah. So like the the whole kind of like polyrhythmic stuff. Jazz I can get behind. Um, but yeah, but like that, the kind of like rhythmicness of that combined with the kind of like guitar-y stuff of I guess like heavier 
rock music. Yeah. That I was sort of starting to get into a little bit. Yeah. And the growly, death growl singing stuff that I was listening to in animated cat videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's how I got into that. It was like, you know, rhythmically it's quite complex. Yeah. Even though the band themselves have said that everything they do is just straight 4-4. Yeah. So they can headbang to it. It's not. It's more complicated than that. They've yeah. managed to just... Simplify it. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, that's how I got into that sort of like... It just doesn't appeal. Which I don't listen to with you much. No. But it's not the only sort of... You wouldn't just listen to it on your own. I'm not... Scared. No, I don't listen to that. It's not the only thing I listen to I'm not to burning you from listening to it. I just... I just don't... <laughs> it's just the... It's one of the few types of music that I really can't you, did get you, into. Yeah. Like, I, it's not like I don't appreciate it. Like, it's totally a bit of music. <laughs> like, it completely I'm, is music. I think... But I just I don't... I think there's like a Vox video on, like, the complicated Yeah, I've watched drumming. it. Yeah, I've watched it because they, they show a clip of him getting it wrong, don't they? Because he... It's on the offbeat or something. Yeah, but it's... It's not even on the offbeat. No, it's something it. else, the, but... There's, like, the drum part has... Like has it's a different time signature yeah, to, to the guitar, guitar. and the vocals. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird, and he gets yeah, it I've wrong and he, rest, and he recovers. And I think I think it's like it's really impressive. I don't think it's it's not unimpressive to me. I think I just... that was the thing for me with that sort of music. It's like I got, I I was impressed on a musical level as yeah. I mean, at the time I was learning music and I was playing in school bands and playing music with my friends. Yeah, and so it was just like. Big, big, big part of my life. So I kind of like I could appreciate it on that level, and I just learnt to like it. I think a little bit. Yeah, really musically. I also like it because it's loud. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's be clear here. John's the one who used to listen to music so loud that he gave himself tinnitus. So yes. (laughs) I also partly blame that on uh, cheap headphones as well. Well, and not having in ear headphones. I I just think we we've come to we both obviously everyone loves music unless some people might not but like most people will like some music they're psychopaths but people who don't like music but we've come to music in different ways yeah I've got enough understanding of music to know why you like metal (laughs) and to know why I dislike it it's not just oh it's loud and I hate it it's just not just just loud and I can't sing to it I can't like it doesn't give me the the emotions that it gives you like it doesn't or that he doesn't give you know you've you've doesn't got a, you've got a feeling fire. you've got a feeling of like awe for the person who's created that bit of yeah, music yeah, right that's that's a, and I a just think like it, they could have made something nice <laughs> I did so. you just didn't listen <laughs> anyway what would you prefer to listen to rather than um, a person that we I mentioned I mentioned last last week who didn't make it onto the uh, the dinner party list yep. so I thought I'd bring her in here nice Nina Simone's Cinnamon. 1965. It's not actually her song. It's some, someone else wrote it. Two other people wrote uh, she's it. She's the only person I've ever heard singing it. She made it. She, she made it famous, it, yeah. I believe. But also, her version is ten minutes and twenty seconds long. Oh, it does go on. Um, the 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 version that was written, the original version, I guess, from what I read very yeah. quickly, uh, three minutes and something long. So, a normal length for a song. Yeah, and she just went. A bit crazy with She it. went full jazz. And I love it. It's like gospel jazz. Um, yeah, it makes me feel powerful. I don't necessarily think it's a powerful... Like, it's about a, a sinner. Like, it's about people... It's about people getting their... their eventually you will get your comeuppance, yeah, essentially. Yeah, running away from things that they've done and... Yeah, but I always interpret it totally differently. <laughs> I see it as, like, a powerful, independent person running away from... The constructs of <laughs> of uh, a religious lifestyle. Yeah, nice. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Um, I love it. it and just it is ma- really mainly good the song. rhythm of it makes me feel powerful. Like it makes me feel like I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And but re- you know, really, the rhythm is there. That sort of do 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 do. That kind of repetition is like being chased, right? It's a feeling of being chased. That, that I think is there. Yeah. But at the same time, it also feels like you're kind of running, like you're running, it's a, another running quite, towards. It's something. quite a like, a like, I think like with mine, it was quite like a, quite like a driving. Yeah. Rhythm. Yeah. And it's quick and it's. Yeah. Lively. It's intense as well. Like it's. I think. I think. It's, it's, I mean, especially with the ten minute track yeah. where there's improvisation and. 
Yeah. Like big instrumental bits and like. I think intense sounds. Vocal. Are very like they tend to be quite powerful, don't they? Like, like there's lots of, of not non singy vocal. Yeah. Stuff. Well, like, Nina Simone's voice is incredibly uh, powerful yeah, as well. Yeah. So I think just of, her voice makes one things of the, feel one of the best voices of yeah. that I've ever heard. I, I don't want to say like of all time. Just very like strong, but not shouty. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's fair. Like it's just it's, it sounds easy. It doesn't sound like she's trying to sing loud or anything. She's just got it's a just real good. She's got presence. Gra- gravitas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if I want to feel like I'm going places, Cinnamon. Cinnamon's the song. Like, nice. And I don't know. Like I, I I've listened to other Nina Simone songs, and they're all. They've all been great, but that yeah. this is the song, like that one slaps. Yeah, it really does. It's <laughs> and great. it's in Thomas Crown Affair. It's in Tom. Really it's in the film. remake of the Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, sorry, the remake. Of it. It's the only great. version I've ever seen, which is it's, why. Uh, yeah, it's better than the original because okay. it's more. It's got this song in it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, who's Brosnan? Yeah, he's in the remake. Yeah, yeah. he's great in it. I really he's like really that good. film. It's a great film. Go and watch that film, guys. Okay, so we should watch the Eurovision film and then Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Cool, well, that's um, our evening sorted. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that one. I mean, not a lot to say on it really other than bloody love it. Yeah. So she's she's my big powerhouse lady. How I love Rack's reflective? Yeah, so I had... I actually changed my mind while we've been doing this. Okay. While I was going through the music to pick, at least, and I've decided on which one I want to use. Yeah. Because um, there was one that I was going to touch on which is really nice um, it's a really nice piece of music that makes me feel quite like calm and reflective yeah and called Telephone by the Brilliance Searching for the antidote Oh not Telephone by Lady Gaga Not Telephone Beyonce. by Lady Gaga and Beyonce It's telephoned by the Brilliance, but it's not the original version. It's been re-recorded with a woman doing the vocals rather than okay. the vocalist for um, the Brilliance. Yeah. Uh, and it's really nice. It's a really kind of quite, quite thoughtful, reflective song. But that's not the one I've chosen. Okay, fine. What I've actually chosen is Going Home by Askir. Nice. Um, who is great? one of my <laughs> most favourite artists ever. Yeah. Um, He's Icelandic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really like Askia, though. Sam took me. I mean, I like the other person as well, but. Sam took me to go and see Askia live for my 30th birthday. Yeah. I wish I'd been able. I wish um, I'd book. I could have. I booked the the trip I booked for you in Iceland. Yeah. The same. Because after I booked that trip, I then found out that he was playing like two weeks after we were going yeah and I really wish I'd known that first because then we could have seen him in Iceland yeah which would have been cool but, but at the same time if I'd done that you also wouldn't have sung lockdown English. would have happened yeah uh, <laughs> and we wouldn't have gone so. yeah. yeah but um yeah it's I don't know it's not particularly calm or sad or anything like that it's a little bit it's about him going home yeah. And it's, I don't know. So I think it's one, I think his dad, who's a poet, wrote the words to it. Nice. The original words in Icelandic. This is off an album he recorded in Icelandic and in English. I think he does, I think he's done that for every one of his albums. I really like it when musicians do that. Um, yeah, he's fa- outrageously talented. Yeah. But yeah, so I bought this album, I think just after I moved. So it was just after I'd left home. Yeah. Like properly, after uni and everything else. And then I moved away to start working and living away from where I'd grown up essentially and this I I got this album the year that I moved to Oxford from Essex yeah and like I just have memories of this playing this song while I'm driving to you know see my parents or driving the other way to go back to Oxford and stuff yeah. like that so there's like gives you the warm feels it gives me the warm feels yeah <laughs> um, but yeah that's it really nice it's just really nice it's a, I really like he's that got song. like he's got like quite a high I don't know he's a tenor tenor voice yeah. I'm making my way. I'm making my way. My mind's already there. Yeah. My mind's already there. 
the music behind like he, I think what's nice about his voice is that he the, some people sing and it's clearly singing yeah and he or clearly he's singing but like it feels like another in, it feels like he's playing an instrument almost. Uh, yeah again I think this is like this is something else that is that you notice that you've told me about in you like high pitched men like, singing I do like high pitched men singing but I, I like it because it it's more like voice as an instrument rather than yeah. voice as voice on top of instruments he sounds like a whale a little bit and yeah. that's not that's the whole, clear, that the is whole, definitely a compliment yeah. <laughs> the whole piece just kind of like it all just blends together and if you're not really paying attention yeah and that's part of like if I listen to the Icelandic version I obviously don't speak Icelandic yeah so it sounds just more like a piece of music so it all just kind of like blends into one yeah good choice Thank I feel you. like your, your choices are more interesting than my choices uh, not, not better just more interesting it's because um, I'm a dirty hipster with my music tastes. Yeah, and I'm a basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, what basic pick have you got for us? Um, for, uh, I have got... <laughs> for relaxed uh, um, and reflective. I have got... Now, can I just... I, I also had kind of two choices for this. Uh-huh. I was going to pick Hunger of the Pine by Alt-J. Yeah. <laughs> but then I decided it wasn't... doesn't really make me... F- it is reflective, but I yeah. think if, I, if we'd had songs you love to drive to that would have been in there mm. but I've picked because it's a song I've, when we record I wanted, the podcast completely in the car while we're driving somewhere that's we what we that. should do yeah. that yeah um, I wanted a song that is recent yeah and I like Taylor Swift and I picked a Taylor Swift song from her most recent album Folklore which she did um, um, whilst in whilst lockdown, in lockdown. Yeah. so I thought it was appropriate on that way I really like that album as well yeah it's not that that's a, I think why I like novel, why but. I picked it is because I feel like, and I'm not Taylor Swift, so I don't know, but it feels like a reflective album, like she was thinking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it, it feels like the whole thing is like, uh, the whole thing seems pensive and It's very of, complete. Its, of its time, and, isn't it? Yeah, and it's set in, it's something we can all, it's not just, I've gone through this, or this is something I remember. It's weird, it feels more kind of like, this piece of me, this album will will always reflect 2020 and 20 yeah. the, and covid affected has has affected and will affect lots of people throughout yeah. that time yeah. so i wanted to pick something from that album uh-huh. and specifically because i've listened to it about 50 billion times i think you know which one i'm gonna pick yeah um i'm picking betty the song about the cardigan the song about the cardigan which is a song where she is a pretending to she is She's singing from the perspective em- of embodying a boy, a boy who has lost the his girlfriend or the love of his life or how we want to see it because he's cheated on her basically yeah. and he wants her back and it's kind of like him wondering if she'd take him back if he turned up and and was like i'm really sorry i made a mistake yeah and i think the whole album is kind of about a, a relationship like um, mm-hmm. but this song is the one that i like the most <laughs> it really speaks to me yeah i like how she sings it and it feels she, you know, she's originally a country artist. She went yeah. into pop. It feels like it's a return to that. Betty, I won't make assumptions about why you switched to home. It does feel kind country. of like that. Yeah, this is really um, nice. Which is, I think that's partly why I like it so much. Yeah, it feels very Because I definitely prefer country. earlier Taylor Swift songs to yeah. newer stuff. But Apart from I, this album, which is my favourite. What one. I would say about this is, like, if you listen to her early songs... She's clearly like I I really like I like lots uh, most of Taylor Swift songs. There are definitely some that I'm like I don't care about this one particularly, but like her early songs feel like a young person writing. I think good music. See, some people differ. Yeah. But but this feels like a progression of that. Mm. Like it feels mm. like a better album because she's grown up and she's yeah. gone through things like well, most you experience people do, things right? and develop your abilities and yeah. Your it doesn't just feel like she's written things. an album from 2008 it feels like she's written a country album that's still about that's still a taylor swift album for 2020 for 2020 yeah and so yeah that's why i thought i'd put it on there because so it's, it's actually the whole album that you yeah but i but, but, but betty <laughs> is my favorite song on yeah. the album and What's i the one, that I like the one with um, the um the one with bonnie ver on it yeah can't remember where he sings high pitched he sings low to and start then with. i pitched <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Anyway. Uh, do you want me to look it up? No, no that's all right. That's my that's, that's my favorite one on that one. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a it's a good album. Um, so yeah, I picked I picked her because cool. I kind of had to. We needed we needed Taylor Swift in here yeah. somewhere, right? To um to lift the mood a bit from yeah. pensive and reflective. Yeah. 
Who which I think is my favourite type of music, by the way. I've decided reflective yeah. music. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what song makes you want to dance? Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, why not? Oh, I picked. I have two again. <laughs> you've got you've got more dancey music taste than me. Okay, so I've got two different types of dancey. Well, I've got lots of different. I'll dance to most things, but I almost picked. But I think I've changed my mind. Okay, what did you almost pick? I wanted an electro swing song on there. Okay. So I wanted to pick, and you're. Oh my goodness! I, I I'm breaking the bank. Breaking the, breaking the bank? bank because I picked a remix because it's electro swing. <sighs> yes. Breaking the bank is the wrong phrase. It's fine. John won. I won you over. Um, but I haven't picked it, so... <laughs> I almost won you over. Um, I really, really, really like uh, the remix by Sim Gratina. Yeah. A Friend Like Me. Maybe I will pick this. Mr. Aladdin. Yeah, I think I'm picking this one. I've picked this oh, one. You've never had a You've won. One. But I love yes. this... I love this... Uh, this song. It, again, it's another Disney one, which is why I didn't want to pick it, because yeah. I feel like I'm just picking Disney songs with, and one of them's a remix. I, I, I think it's... It's not really. <laughs> and Robin Williams is Hello, Aladdin. Nice to have you on the show. Can we call you Al? Or maybe just Din? Or how about Lottie? Sounds like you, boy. Come on, Lottie. Life is your restaurant. So, yeah, I mean... You know, you can't go wrong. Yeah. So I picked that one. But can I tell you what I was going to pick? Because I also really like... Is this... I don't know what if it... I like the beat of this song. I don't know where, where I'd put it as like a type of music. I really, really like Young T and Bugsy featuring H. Yeah, H. Uh, Strike a Pose, which is a 2019 song. Yeah. I really like that it's, song. It's a damn catchy tune. And it's such a good dance song, like if you're doing like... Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I I had that one first, and then I changed to Electro Swing. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to pick the Electro Swing song, just because it kind of reminds me of being at uni as well. Um, the Electro Swing. Yeah, because there, there was a club in Bournemouth that what's it called the Winchester I don't know if it's still there but it used to have an electro swing night once a month which is really cool because oh, I, I like so electro good. swing a lot and they had a burlesque dancer and she'd come on at midnight do a, do a burlesque dance and then go away and like <laughs> and that was it and which then they put music back burlesque, on really. and it was great then she something. just sort of walk around like in her costume again oh, and stuff cool. and it was kind of fun and people would dress up in the 20s kind of clothes and stuff. stuff yeah it was great so I'm picking that. It's good. It's cool. a good dance dance track. Could have picked Sia, Treat Cheap Thrills. That's my that's my wedding song if people ask what what they want. Could have cheap picked thrills. Apple Bottom Jeans. Low. Yeah. No apple apple bottom jeans. Boots with the fur. With the fur. The whole club was looking at her. At her, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um but didn't pick that. <laughs> didn't pick that. Shame. So that, I don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah, Mu- it's just a good Music dance. good. Film good. Yeah. Song in total equal good. So mine, there you go. mine is also film related. Okay. Um, and you'll know why. Okay. Um, <laughs> the song is Mi Swinges Tropical <laughs> by uh, Quantic. Yeah. Uh, which is featured in the film Chef. Yeah. John's um, favourite film. Which is not my favourite film. It is your favourite film because it's the one that I'd pick if someone said, What's John's favourite film? It's not my favourite film. What's your favourite film? film? Uh, it's a, probably a toss-up between a field in England. I was going to say a field um, in England, yeah. <laughs> a toss I haven't up, seen that. A toss-up between that and um, the Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, you like the Big Lebowski. I really Lebowski like the Big Lebowski. As well. Why not Chef though? What about About Time, I, John? You love About Time. I don't know why, where you've got this from. <laughs> I like, like about your, your dad's love of the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, it is a bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't actually love the Devil Wears Prada. No, I just think he, he watched does. it. It's, but he he watched it on a flight to. Um, Malaysia once for and said it was alright and he said he quite enjoyed which it which means yeah. it's his favourite film it's a gl- which is a glowing review from my dad yeah and he does really like films with Meryl Streep in yeah unironically he loves Meryl Streep yeah and she's why wouldn't you yeah um, what's that f- perfume called in The Simpsons Meryl Streep's Meryl Streep's versatility versatility <laughs> yeah um, yeah please can someone actually make that perfume but but anyway going back to Me Swing and yeah. how it es tropical yeah uh, it's just like a kind of, it's like a Latin, it's Latin swing. Yeah. And it's just it's happy and dancey and fun. And it reminds me of that film, which is also quite happy and fun. Although he, it is a good film, but he never says he loves Major flaw is him. that he never says that he loves his son. Yeah, he never he tells should, his son that he loves him. You should tell him that at the end. I think it's a really big mistake that yeah. you didn't tell him that. 
But anyway, the song reminds me of the film. The film makes me happy. Yeah. It makes me hungry. Yeah, it really makes me hungry um, as well. Even though vegetarians and eat. So mainly it's all meat. Mainly that, meat, but, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's the sound a, the sound of sizzling makes me hungry. Yeah. And there's a lot of sizzling that sounds film in that film. Looks like it would smell really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. And I watched that film uh with a friend of the podcast, Jay. Um <laughs> before I moved um before I moved away from my parents yeah. in Essex to um to Oxford. So again, got some memories got some memories of that one that was quite a nice like thing we went to go to the uh, the arts picture house in Cambridge and we had I think we had yeah we had we had a little mandate and we had had dinner and then we got a drink and watched the film nice good memories really good yeah good times really good memories and good times memories no do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 but yeah so that's that's my um, my dancey my dancey tune good good choice good choice I, I had lots of like dance tracks yeah but then like when I listen to them I'm like I like lots of electronic stuff that is like quote unquote dance music yeah but none of them make me want to dance no and that does make me want to dance no I think we both picked the right choice there like having a bit I've got my electro swing you've got it's kind of latin-y the song that you've picked yeah yeah and I think they're both good dance types of music like I like latin music to dance Mm. to it's always good Despacito. <laughs> that makes me want to dance. <laughs> but not the one with... Um, is it the one with... Thingy Justin Timberlake. Not Justin, Justin Timberlake. Which is fine. Justin Bieber. Is it Justin Bieber Justin one? Bieber one's fine, but the one without... In fact, the duo Spanish Guitar People's version is my favourite version. Yeah? Yeah. That The people that were just busking that have, like, albums. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I love Spanish Guitar, so I loved that they did um, Despacito. Last, last one. Last one, just to keep it, keep it happy. Yeah. In terms of funny music that makes you laugh. Do you want to go first? Um, uh, yeah, I'll go first. I've chosen an instrumental tune. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I guess if you if you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, "How is an instrumental piece of music comedy?" Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Um, H. John Benjamin, <laughs> um, the voice of Bob in Bob's Burgers, yeah. and. Archer in Archer thought that it would be really cool if he would record a jazz album. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't play an instrument. Yeah, it's a great album. As <laughs> um, basically, um, so the track is I Can't Play Piano Part One. Yeah. Um, which I, I listened to most of it today in like little short chops because um, I was trying to find one that sounded, it's, it, it's the one that sounds the most like it could be a real unironic jazz tune. Yeah. Um, if you're not listening closely you'd be like this is a slightly odd piece of music I Um, love it I think it's great uh, but he actually cannot play the piano at all he's not musically trained Uh, he performed it with like some incredibly talented jazz musicians yeah and oh he's awful and it's amazing yeah it's just really funny he it's it's great because it's played dead straight yeah yeah like he is he's playing the piano if, with loads of musicians that if, can play their instruments. If he was really good at piano musicians. and he was playing in the spots where he plays in the album, yeah. it would make perfect sense that it would sound really good. That's like yeah. kind of quite nice. Of, yeah, he gets the right spot. Yeah, like his timing is obviously quite good. He's obviously got rhythm and stuff like that, but he just can't play the piano. Play the piano, so it's just really yeah. funny. The album is called Well I Should Have. Yeah. Asterisk. Love to play the piano. Love to play the piano, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me laugh. Every time I hear it, it makes me... To be fair, it makes me happy every time I hear it. So that could equally be my happy song. Yeah, well, this is what I had with the issue with. This is why I didn't want to just say, like, comedic song. Yeah. Because it, I feel like it could have been... I could have put my comedic song, song as a happy song. And it's like... I feel like it undermines the value of yeah, these songs. Yeah. Like, this is a really good I album. Mean, it, yeah, it is a really good <laughs> it's album. It's clever because of the and idea. It is, and it is in, intended to amuse. Yeah. Um, but it does actually have some musical merit. Yeah. And actually, I think... It, I don't know. In a way, this is going to sound really, really pretentious. Go for it. But I think most of this has. It's kind it of like it's quite like punk. Yeah. Because <laughs> the whole thing was like you can get an instrument and just like some of your mates and just chuck some music together, and it is, and that's like a completely valid. Yeah. Expression, um, like he's he knows that he can't play the piano and he knows it's going to sound bad when he plays it, but he actually ended up making an album that's not terrible. Yeah, because he did it proper. Because he did it. He didn't just play the piano and nothing else. He he got and part of this will be 
on some level, he's obviously quite a successful guy, so he can oh, yeah. find these people to do and make this album. He approached a record label, a jazz, uh, yeah. a, you know, probably one of the biggest jazz labels in. in yeah, the world. and if it was just a random person, you probably wouldn't get to do it. No, but no, absolutely not. If he, I did it, no go. Yeah, but he's he did it, and he did it. He got the right people to play with him. Like they're not playing, they're not trying to play around him to make him sound better. They're no. just they're just playing, <laughs> and they're great. And he is. It's like he snuck in there. and yeah, and suddenly they let him, and he just started jumping up and down on the piano. Yeah, it's great. It's awful. It's funny. It's wonderful. Yeah, good choice. What makes you laugh? You, can I just ask what your other choice was, John? That you you mentioned to me before we started. I don't. Even you know. said, "Where am I going to put the Lonely Island?" Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, like, uh, almost any Lonely Island song because I like all like. But Lonely you said Island. one specifically. Uh, Finest girl, the Bin Laden song. Yeah, which is really rude. Finest girl, but it is funny. We won't say any more about that. It's awful. Um, it's really, I, really my, my funny. Just honourable mention. Natalie's rap part one and two. Yeah. Um, the Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman has got yeah. um, a really good flow. Yeah. I don't. I mean, the words were not hers, but. But she sang them good. But she she laid down those raps real good. Yeah. Do you want to hear my? I would my love choice? to hear yours. Yeah. Uh, obviously, anyone who knows me well knows I love a good. I say this a good comedy song not just a comedy song there are lots of terrible comedy songs there are lots of terrible comedy songs there are also lots of songs that are comedy songs that only have one bit and they don't go anywhere yeah I have picked Flight of the Concords as my because I think they're actually the best band in the room um in the whole wide room (laughs) Mm. yeah Mm. Uh, I think they are incredible musicians they I mean objectively are fantastic yeah they, they play so many instruments they can sing as men or women. It's, yeah. You know, the transformative element is, is real. <laughs> um, they are funny. Yeah. They have remained funny throughout their career. Yeah, yeah. They have remained... They are able to keep bringing up songs that are relevant. Their humour <laughs> Not is, in, like, a political way, but... Their humour is completely non-problematic as well. Yeah. I'll be the racist dragon... They they nothing seems dated to me. I from, think that from twenty years ago to I think the music years is ago, ten years quite ago. Timeless. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure there'll be some things, but like yeah. why I like them so much and why I think they are possibly one of the best. Mm-hmm. Because the problem with comedy songs or parody songs is that they can just use have one gimmick and just do that. And these guys, <laughs> my friends, yeah, <laughs> they. They don't just pick a, a type of music or a, a musician and make a simple parody of it. Yeah. They know how that person plays music and sing. Like it's it's like a it feels more in depth than just we're gonna do a Pet Shop Boys parody. Yeah. The the lyrics are clever. Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. are lyrics that could easily be if you weren't listening properly uh, in a pet. I'm going. You're using Pet Shop Boys in a Pet Shop Boys song yeah they try and they don't they don't change their voices per se but they like they adjust they adjust their style, their style they, yeah. accordingly they know how to play so many instruments and like i just find it so on point when they do things i just think it's so clever yeah they and they their songs are good like they are i think it's one of the things songs. that is like i think it's it's one of the things that's most impressive i think or, or most like most best yeah. one of the best things about Comedy music. Yeah. Is that obviously like if you are a, a normal musician. Yeah, a non comedic musician. Non comedic musician. <laughs> is that you, like, generally speaking, you'll either have like a persona or you'll be with your, you'll play with a band or whatever. Yeah. And there'll be like a tone or a feeling that all their, you know, songs might be happy or sad or whatever. Yeah. But like, so I could have, I could have done an Askia song for every single one of these things. Yeah. But they'll all sound like Askia songs. Yeah. Whereas. And people do covers, right? Like people yeah. do covers of songs. And Asker did a really good cover of "Heart Shaped Box" by Nirvana. I think you played it to me. I have. I definitely have played it to you. But and I think like obviously. But but with comedy music, there's they they kind of so you only ever so what I mean is you only ever see one 
side to element that or like one musical skill section of someone's music abilities whereas yeah. comedic artists kind of can plumb the depths of well they just they can just take any type of music or any specific musician and go i'm going to do a song that's like that but they don't just do that they like well they do but they they have that one that's the wooer lady song the yeah. 19 51 song 53 13 13 and and that song is the type of music is old folklore like yeah uh, um old recorder music (laughs) traditional english recorder music yeah and then they're singing a song over that that is in the style of that but is contemporary in its jokes if that makes sense like they're all it's all based around being in that time period but it's the humour is obviously relevant to yeah. now. And, and so it's I, sort of aping like songs where a man is talking about how he's going to win over a woman, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, the, the lyrics are all, like, every song where a man's, like, talking about how he's done himself up and has yeah. a nice car sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I think they're really, really clever and in both a com- comedic way and yeah. a, a musically. Um, the song I've picked is Beautiful Girl. Look around the room I can tell that you are the most beautiful girl in the room. In the whole wide room. 2008, but it could have really been any song because I like all of them. I don't have, there isn't a dud. They're all good. Yeah. Um, That's from the, that was used in their TV show, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I think the album is called Flight of the Concords. And it the, was. The blue one. No, it's the one with the green flowers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Beautiful Girl is great. It's my fave. It's my fave, kind of. I like them all. But it's one that I always... I like singing it. And I like the music in it. I like the... Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, I think yeah. the upshot of this is that comedy music is the best. It is. Um, and the most it, versatile. It can be the worst. Like a bad... Com- oh, this is the thing, right? Like... It has to be good or else it's terrible. Yeah. Generally speaking. Should we end? Yeah. Music good. Music good. Listen Podcast to whatever you want. Done. Podcast done. <laughs> it's going to be a longer one, but. Might not be. Might chop out loads of stuff. Well, we'll find out, I suppose, when we find Bye, out in the everyone. cut. Bye. We're sorry. Sorry. Bye. Bye.